no, that's funny. Hold on. <laughs> Speak up with Vernisa and Jen. It's time to speak up. Hello, everyone. My name is Vernissa. Hey, y'all. This is Jen. And this is our podcast, Speak Up. What's up, Jen? Hey, girl. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Glad that we made it to episode nine on our newest segment, Speak Up JV Now. That's right, y'all. We're almost at double digits. Woo! Yes, most definitely. For those of you that don't know, me and Jen are best friends. We create this podcast to use our voices to motivate people to overcome life's challenges through self-love and respect. Yes, because if you don't know by now, self-love and respect are two core values we hold near and dear to our hearts. Yes, most definitely. But before we get started, a quick shout out to our amazing sponsors. Shout out to My Bar located at 720 East Manchester in Inglewood, California. Get your nails, your lashes, your hair done. Ask for my Tell that speaker JV since she's the Instagram is at myy.bar. She actually just slayed my nails yesterday, as you can see. So please book, book your appointment. <laughs> That's right, y'all. And shout out to Be Actual Natural. Why settle for less? All their products are created with you in mind for a goal to let yourself love show through your self care. Their chemical free hair and skincare products are handmade, plant based, and free of fillers or preservatives. Treat yourself while you're taking care of yourself. Start your journey at www.beactualnatural.com or check them out on Instagram at beactualnatural. Yes, most definitely. You will love the products. So I'm excited for tonight's episode, best friend. Me too. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Why are we excited? Why are we excited, y'all? We have Jessica Hart in the building. Hello. Hey. You guys are so cute. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to Speak Up. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I love what you guys are doing. And I'm so grateful that I get to share my story in alignment with what you guys are trying to do with the podcast. So thank you. Oh, my goodness. Guys. Yeah. We were so happy anticipating for this. So mm-hmm. welcome. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your content. So right now I have had a really big like life shift. Um, I used to work in marketing and was like a corporate girly nine to five, really like nine to like 2am sometimes like crazy jobs. Um, and that was my like route that I did because I really wanted to work for Nike when I was in college and I love fitness and stuff. And I was like, well, I want to do marketing for Nike. And then it kind of, I kind of realized that the corporate life was not for me. And a year and a half ago, I quit my life in Michigan. I packed up all my things and I decided to become a digital nomad and travel the world with my husband and just like live instead of being stuck in a cubicle all day. And in a life that I wasn't happy with. And then as of last October, I quit my nine to five totally because I was working remote at a nine to five. And then I totally quit. And now I am full time with my sister who does YouTube and work for her in marketing and then trying to do my own content, lifestyle, travel, all that stuff. So a little bit about where I am now. <laughs> nice. Absolutely love that. I love that you decided to take charge of your life because I feel like a lot of the times we feel so like like out of control or, you know, like, dang, well, I have to do this, have to do that. Um, so we have to ask you, um, since obviously, like, you, you talk about this, um, what was your big, like, F it, I'm going to quit moment? Or, like, you know, what made you decide this isn't for me anymore? Oh, my gosh. I Honestly, I wish that it came sooner because I even have a note in my phone from, I think, 2017. And it was like, Jessica, when you're reading this, when you finally quit your nine to five, I stayed in there another four years or whatever. But um, that was like, I always knew that I wanted to do that. I always, since like, since literally Instagram came out, I was posting fitness content, motivating people in fitness and mindset and all that stuff. And like, I thought I wanted to do that. But of course, in 2012, that was not a thing really, like to go be an influencer or to like inspire others. It was kind of like I was in college. I had to follow my path of the corporate marketing job that I went to college for. But as I was in there, I just realized that it just was not for me. I'm too creative. I want to, like, inspire others. And, of course, I could do that through my jobs that I was doing. Um, the last one that I had was really awesome. It was, like, an all-Latina company that inspired other Latinas and stuff. So I loved it. But even then, I just knew that I wanted, like, time and lifestyle and, like, location freedom. And so it was last April, I think it was, or March, when I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I know I can do this for myself and for my sister, Jackie, who needed help at the time because she was growing really fast. And I'm like, why someone else when I could use all my skills to do it for myself and my sister? And so I decided to make a plan in April and 
started to save money and kind of think about like what this would look like. So we were digital nomading back and forth um, between England, where Mervin is from, and San Diego, where I'm from. And so I just decided to start saving up and making a plan. And then in October, it was like the end of a big event for my company. And that's when it was the last day for me for work. And I just said, if I don't go for it now, this has been in my heart for since 2012 or forever. Like I need, to, I owe it to myself to do it now, especially that I don't have kids. I'm doing this traveling, like I have content now. Um, so that was kind of like the catalyst for me to say, if you're not happy in your life, like only you have the power to change it. And so I said, if I don't do it now, what am I going to do? So I did. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Cause you know, our show focuses on self-love and inner peace. And you know, I think one, one big thing about self-love and inner peace, it's not easy to do. You know, sometimes you have to say no, you have to take that risk and do things out of the ordinary. So I love how you sit up for yourself, like this is what I want for myself. You went mm -hmm. after it and it's definitely paying off. So as a Latina, did your family support you leaving the nine to five? What was their reaction to all this? Like, you know, when you put this to them? Yeah, so it's funny because like I said, my sister did, um, she does YouTube. She recently quit her job, I think a year ago now, and now it's her full-time job. And then my other sister also is an entrepreneur. She has her own vegan baking. We're both vegan. She makes her own like cakes and food and all that stuff. She went to study in France for that. So I was the only one in corporate America doing something I didn't want to do. And it was kind of like, I was just, I'm the eldest. So I think I had to kind of follow that path. And I'm like, why do my little sisters get to do something they love, but like I can't. And so, yeah, no, when I decided to do that, my dad and my mom were both a little hesitant because I just have been in corporate America my whole life. And they're like, well, what are you going to do? Like, and once I decided to tell them, like, I think this is what I'm doing and the path I want to do. And I'm going to help Jackie with her stuff. I mean, they were both, they were like very supportive, but also a little bit weary. But now we're all thriving together. And then now my other little sister, the one that has the vegan baking also works for Jackie. So I kind of manage her. So we all work together for each other. So it's really cool. That's amazing. I love that. I love how it became like a, a family business. Yeah. yeah. Um, and especially as a Latina, like I know you're inspiring other Latinas to take charge also. Because mm -hmm. I know like, um, well, I mean, I can't assume all families are like this, but like at least with my family, they're very traditional, like, you know, get an education, get your job, which is cool. I love the uh, values that that instilled. But at the same time, it's like, what if, yeah, like you, I don't want to do the nine to five forever. Mm -hmm. So you're opening that path, um, you and your sisters, I want to say, are opening that path for a lot of Latina women um, or just women of color, too, who are looking for a way out. And it's like, hey, maybe I don't want to do the nine to five. I want to work, um, you know, with my family at the same time or start my own thing and then also work with them. Like, I just think it's amazing. I honestly um, admire all of you for that because it's not easy, especially being women of yeah, and like I said, I worked at an all Latina company before this, and I know a lot of people like come, you know, first gen or second gen, and they their parents kind of almost rely on them too to make it in the business world and the corporate life to support them. And um, luckily, I'm very grateful that my dad also tried to start his own business. I mean, he he tried to start and then didn't, and then now he's back in corporate. And he loves corporate. I'm like, I don't know why, but he loves it. But he also took risks. So I think it helped me take risks. My mom's always been super supportive too, and. I think because they came to America so early and like my dad also took a lot of risks, I think it helped a little bit, but I do know that there are some people that, you know, they can't really afford to take the risk. But I also say on the other hand, that anything is possible and you can make it with whatever you want to do because if you're passionate about it and you're good at it, you, you can do it yourself. So even if there is something you want to do that maybe doesn't necessarily align with your parents' values right now or what you necessarily need, you know, income-wise right now or whatever it is, I still think that you can make it work if you like put the time into it and you're passionate about it because like with hard work and passion, anything's possible. Yeah. Like well, I was really about having that um, solution based mindset. And I, I love that. I love it. You're like, I'm going to do it. Um, oh, we got some love in the comments. <laughs> hey, shout out to Dre Day Sportsway with Dre Day podcast. He's sending a bunch of hearts and clapping faces. Thank you. Hey, love. All the way from Brooklyn. Hi. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and Jackie Flores, I know that's your sister. Oh, my sister, yeah. <laughs> hey, Jackie. Um, she's saying, how exciting. Can you tell us more about what it's like balancing traveling and working at the same time? Yeah, so when I was in the 9 to 5, luckily my last job was all remote. Everyone was basically remote. So I had a lot of flexibility to travel, which gave me time to like create content and kind of see if that was the lifestyle that I wanted. 
but it was really hard. I mean, there was a time where my whole family was in Paris and I was working till like 5 a.m. Paris time and like my whole family was out and I'm like, I can't even explore Paris. But at the same time, I was like grateful that I could do this and not a lot of people could work with like the tower and the view or something, you know? But now obviously that I'm out of that and now I'm working for Jackie, it's really flexible and I'm really grateful that I can literally do my work from wherever and just let me experience the world because I really was like in a cubicle all day and night in my last jobs. Um, and I, all I wanted was to get out and experience the world. And I just said, I can't do this for the next 40, whatever years I want to, you know, I have so much creativity and love in my heart and I want to explore and see the world. And I do believe that you only have one life and that you should experience it and live it. And, you know, we're all floating on a rock. Like my motto, everyone knows is like nothing matters. So, uh, literally just do what you want and love life and anything is possible and you can make it work with your, you know, whatever you need to make income wise and all that. But I do think that you should go for it because there's so much to see in the world and so much to do and so much to feel than a monotonous life in a nightclub. <laughs> mm, you already dropped in gyms and we just started. I love it. And you know, I, I think it goes too with, um, you know, uh, feeding life into yourself, believing that you're worthy of the of the life that you want to have. So I, lo I just love this positivity you're spreading on here. So we have a question. What advice would you give to a person who wants to leave the nine to five lives? So they're thinking about it, but they're not really sure how to start or what to think about. Yeah. I think the first thing that I would say is, and there's like a whole thing like Simon Sinek, start with why. I don't know if you guys have heard of like the book in that presentation. Start with why, like, why do you want to leave the nine to five? What is it that's in your heart? Is it because you don't like it or is it because you're going for something monetary or because of time freedom, travel freedom? Like, what is it that you actually want and why do you want to do that? And then I would say, because that's the most important thing, I think that's going to drive you to be able to actually want to pursue this because being an entrepreneur is also hard, you know, doing anything is hard, with, but you have to work hard in it. And then the second thing that I would say is probably um, set a timeline. Like I said earlier, I set a timeline and I said, okay, right now I probably can't quit because I want to save at least six to six months to a year of my savings to like just pay for my lifestyle regardless if I make money over here I can pay for it so I like to call it my go for it fund and just like make so save up your money even though you are miserable in your nine to five um you know it's only one year of your life if you save up for that amount and really like think about how much you need to live and can you be comfortable while pursuing what you want to pursue or also do it part-time like on the weekends or at night until you can finally leave the nine to five and then obviously just go for it after. And once you have a plan, go for it. Because I like to say that like, worst comes to worst, there's always gonna be a job. There's always a job somewhere. You can always go back, but you can't get back this time that you feel and like this emotion of trying to go for something that you want. So if it's something that's been in your heart for a while and I like to say like, if your heart's wandering in that direction, then go for it and make sure you have a, a solid plan and that you do it the right way. But you out of your money for you to leave is nothing compared to the life that you're going to get out mm. y'all get your pen and paper ready for real that was like that was a handful right there i, know. I love it you know you're, you're doing it and one of my uh, good friends she actually told me like you know memories are worth creating you know um, we think about money money comes and goes but those memories are always there and i think it's beautiful how you're, you place yourself in a lifestyle where you can just create you know you create beautiful memories that you, you can revert back to so i love that i always say money is replenishable time is not <laughs> and that's where it's ticking every day yeah. <laughs> um so what would you say makes your platform different from other platforms like with what you do um you know what you talk about your uh values like all of that what, what, what makes it different well i like i like to think that ever since i started again in like 2012 if you even look back at my old captions and stuff, everything was like aimed at the person reading it, not necessarily like what I'm doing. Like some of them were, but mostly it's like inspiring you to whether it's eat healthier or work out or just like make memories, travel, live your best life. Um, I think that it always starts with just the feeling of like my whole motto again is one life. Live your best life. You only get one shot at this. And so I think a lot of my content is around that. And also I think I have a little bit of like, no fear in me and almost like that guest season vibe of like just don't have a fear everything is possible and worst comes to worst like you can always start over and don't be afraid of starting over if you go for something so i think that i like to incorporate that in a lot of my content and like that there's just so much to see in the world go for it um 
you know, I just, I think I spent so much time being, feeling trapped when I never was trapped in the first place. Like I used to think this, what I'm doing right now was like attainable, but almost like, oh, like it's gonna be like so hard to get this, almost impossible. What do I gotta do? I'm stuck in a nine to five. I have to pay for my apartment, my car, my life, whatever. And then once I said, like, once I had no fear, I went for it, now here I am. And it's literally crazy to think about that. So I think a lot of it is all is that, is like, be courageous, say yes, go for it, and figure it out along the way because nothing matters. And worst comes to worst, you just go back to your old life and figure it out and start over again. Wow, definitely. <laughs> That's very true, because I feel like regardless, right, life is a trial and error type of thing. Like, you take mm -hmm. risks on relationships, on money decisions all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's like, why not take a risk on your own life or your own happiness? And I love the message that you're advocating because it's something that I think we all need to hear. Um, even on a daily or not on a daily then definitely on a weekly um and we have more love in the comments shout out to kiki and Gigi. um they're saying what a beautiful message you all advocate what's the best thing you've learned about yourself from your journey the best thing i've learned about myself in this journey is that and i think this applies to anyone but i think your intuition matters and it's right and what's in your heart is there for a reason and you have to follow it. Like I said, this has always been in my heart that I wanted to inspire others in some way. And I think that that's the biggest thing that I learned that it was there because I was meant to do this. And although I thought maybe society was trying to tell me that I had to go into the corporate life and the safer route, that I always knew that I was like, I don't care. I want to live my life to the fullest and to what is meant to be with me. I want to die and if i go to heaven or wherever and i look down and i look at my life that i like didn't settle and i think i just learned that about myself is that i am doing this for a reason and this is what i meant to do and that anything's possible mm. yes oh my goodness so it's so motivated right now so you guys um we're about to get into the episode now that was a great intro um our, our title today is heart and freedom you know, me and Jill like to play on words with our guests. So shout out, shout out to Jessica for that. So tonight's Ask Up question of the day is, what are some ways that you can take more control of your life? So, um, we, you know, this is something that we post on our social media platforms, things like that. I guess I'll go ahead and go first and answer. I think a way that I think I could take more control is working more on my time management, like being more mindful of what I'm giving my time and energy to. So this could be anything people, activities, anything productive. I feel like that's really how you how you shape your life, how you take control is what am I spending the most on? Even what you're thinking about. If you know how our thoughts become our reality, our thoughts become energy, our thoughts become words. So I, I think I could take more control personally on being more mindful of that and like being more cautious about what I give that to. What about you, Jen? Definitely. I mean, I'm going to have to piggyback off of that. I was even telling myself this today, right? Like sometimes we're scrolling on social media or something. It's like, oh, why did that pop up on you know my for you page or whatever? And I'm like, you know what? I don't have to see this if I don't want to. Like if it's something I don't agree with or, you know, I'm just not um, in the headspace for it, then I can skip, um, you know, just keep it pushing too. So it's something that I started to apply into my life in the sense of, if I don't want to talk to this person right now, or, you know, if I don't feel like doing this particular task right now, then I won't. But then it's also about like, okay, since I'm taking control of what I don't want, let me take control of what I do want more of in my life. So I'm starting to incorporate more of a fitness routine back into my life as well. I'm starting to uh, try reading again as much um, as I was before. So it's stuff like that, that it seems so minor, but you realize how much control of your day you actually have when you start to plan things out like that. So it's actually giving me that sense of of control back even just on a daily basis um and it's been really helping me out especially with the mindset lately hmm. love that what about you jess no i love what you guys both said because it is so true i think that what you spend your time on what you think and what you read and what you listen to and everything is so important and what you surround yourself with is literally who you become so i love that and your time management is huge too there's actually i just want to add it really quick there's a book that i was reading that that's something really, really cool that I stuck with me that you can divide your day into three days, like your six to 10 or whatever, then your 10 to two and then whatever after. And they were like, you would get, you would be amazed at what you could get done within those hours and what you think you don't have time for, you actually have a lot of time. But a way that I think I need to take more control of my time or of my life and that I do, I think is just to keep the promises that I, that I say that I'm gonna keep, that I'm gonna do. 
um, whether that is in fitness or whether that is in like Jen said in reading um, and just doing the things that I love or that will get me closer to my goal is just to keep the promises that I make to myself. And that's gonna, cause all those promises you make to yourself are the things that you want, you want for a reason. So you owe it to yourself to keep doing those things because all those little steps, even if it's a couple times a week are gonna make you better and your life better. Mm. Love to keep, I love to keep in the promises. Yeah, we are, we, we are ourselves so much. And you know, um, it always says this, our long relationship is with ourselves. So it's like, just like we keep promises with other people, let's keep our own. I love, that was a good one, by the way. Um, so what does it mean to take control of your life? Um, I don't know, that, I, I think that's a huge one. I think um, with taking control too is having that set path, you know, obviously we don't know what twists and turns life is going to take us through, but it's also about just knowing, okay, as long as I have a direction that I'm going, I think that gives us control. Because once we sometimes let loose too much, I think that's how we get sucked up and consumed into the challenges and things that are thrown in our way. Yeah, big time. I agree. Um, also too, seeing that time is valuable, right? Like we tend to value money and we're like, oh, you know, let me limit my money here or let me spend more here we i like to think of my time in that way too where it's like okay i value money let me value my time as well and every moment that's passing by is already a moment in the past right like the first 20 minutes of this episode is already 20 minutes mm -hmm. in the past so it's just crazy to think of things like that but when at least for me right for some people i know it might give them anxiety or something so i'm sorry but for me this works where um if I'm thinking of it like that, I'm like, okay, so what do I want to do with the next 20 minutes of my life? Because instead of thinking of the, the sorry, the 24 hours ahead, I like to think of like how you were saying, breaking it up um, into different time pieces. And I found that this helps me out a lot more. It also doesn't stress me out as much um, because then I'm able to actually see the breakdown. Like, okay, I can do this in this time or whichever. So it's um, a beautiful way to also take more control of the value of my time. Mm. And, and just who you surround yourself with too and what you listen to and i think obviously maybe not everyone around you your close friends or family are going to be you know on the same path as you necessarily whether it's physically personally or professionally but also you have internet friends and you can control what you look on the internet or what podcasts you listen to or books you read and things like that so you just surround yourself with positivity and things that you almost like people you want to be or things that you want to take from certain people i think that's Oh, yes. And I want to say too, if you're listening out there, feel free to ask questions and engage in the conversation. Y'all can answer the questions as well too. We would love to hear how you guys take control of your life. Um, and also too, the importance of weighing out your options. You know, a part of self-love and inner peace is really getting to know yourself, knowing the good, the bad, knowing your triggers, knowing what makes you happy. And I think when you know yourself more, the easier it becomes to make hard decisions. Like, you know, when you and weigh your options out and know what's, what's best and what works for you. So what does living your best life mean to you? You know, you said it earlier in the episode, but like, what would you say it means to you personally? Me personally, I think for me, it is traveling. I traveled like a little bit growing up, but I am from Mexico. So I would travel mostly to Mexico to visit my family and things like that, which I love, but I never really saw like the other side of the world until I obviously was with my husband who's English and they travel all the time in England because it's so easy. And so once we kind of started doing that, I'm like, this is amazing. And this is what life is about to experience other cultures and people and things and just make memories, like you said. So I think for me, living my best life is being happy, being healthy and just making memories. And it's so sad and weird to say, and I don't know if people how I'll take it, but I always say like, if I died tomorrow, like how would I feel the past week living or month or years living? And so I just want to, if I die randomly, know that I live for myself and no one. Mm. Oh, that was a good way to look at life, too. I know. It's a little weird, and people are like, that's dramatic, but I like to think that's true. It's real, though. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, like, I think what I love about this conversation right now is that, yes, we're trying to inspire, but we're also trying to be real, right? We're mm -hmm. also trying to tell people, like, yeah, you don't know. You're not guaranteed the rest of today or even tomorrow mm -hmm. so definitely making the best out of what you can with your life and understanding too that yeah everybody's living a different lifestyle so obviously um for those of you listening out there if something we're saying doesn't uh resonate with you then that's fine too right like we're all in our own different paths our journeys so it's a good thing to just hear different perspectives mm -hmm. um and shout out to kiki and gigi in the comments they said taking it day by day for me yeah definitely Sometimes you just have to take it day by day. You can't plan out everything all at once, right? Because as we've known, mm -hmm. um, 
life likes to take us on different twists and turns all the time. So sometimes mm-hmm. the path we think we want to be on may not be the path that we want to after all. And I think it's important too to realize that you're always going to be in different seasons. You might be in a grind season or you might be in a resting season. And so it's okay. I've definitely had my grind season where I was working crazy hours and also trying to study. I was a holistic nutritionist as well doing that like at 4 a.m. to 8 a.m. studying, then 8 a.m. to like 7, 8 p.m. working and then doing that and whatever. So I had that whole grind period and now I'm in my like, let's relax, let's recuperate, let's figure out what we want, let's have fun period. So definitely I think you can have the structured times where you're super dedicated and, you know, every second counts kind of moment and mentality but then there's also sometimes where you just do take it day by day and you're just having fun where you are right now regardless of where you're doing mm. i really like that because um i've been actually me- uh, meditating on that lately like I- I- i've been telling myself that lately i'm in an enjoyment period yes. um, you know i grew up grinding oldest of five you know um and what i want to say is you know it's okay to take some time to smell the flowers every now and then you know it doesn't mean that you lost track or you're you're completely giving up always say it's okay to pause you know as long as you're pushing the stop button every now and then it's okay to have them so i'm glad you you brought that to us into perspective especially here in the u.s what do we talk about uh the grind don't stop no days off it's like there's always and then and we agenda the episode about how unhealthy that really is to just constantly be on this hamster wheel never taking a moment to make those memories of the same mm-hmm. so thank you for, for breaking that down that was really good that's definitely a big one um so in watching one of your videos i know you were talking about like the lessons that you've left in 2022 and then the ones that you're bringing to 2023 mm-hmm. one that really caught my eye was when you said that you had a yes season for something mm-hmm. where like you said yes to pretty much everything yeah. and i was like that's beautiful you know especially like when you said that if, if it was even like running an errand with your mom or something it's a memory that you've now created like yeah. i i love that because sometimes we don't realize like how much we're missing out on something by saying no of course with certain um you know limitations to uh to the word but what made you go into that yes season like i know you talked a little bit about it earlier but what specifically made you start saying yes to everything and how did that go for you i think i started saying yes because that was when i moved from michigan back to san diego started digital nomading back and forth and i was like you know what i just spent the last like five-ish years working in corporate America and I was miserable. And a lot of the times I was not available to do that much. I mean, I still definitely tried, I'm an extrovert. So I do love to go out and be with people and things. So I would make time for it, but also I wouldn't, you know, have those experiences. Like I, I wasn't spending time with my family in San Diego because I was in Michigan working all the time or I couldn't travel and things like that. So I think once I finally came over here, I said, you know what, this next year, now that you've made this huge change, literally sold everything, packed up a car and drove across the country and left your whole life. Um, now you got to say yes and enjoy it because you never know, maybe you'll be stuck in a nine to five again. I don't know. I didn't think I would, but you never know. So I just decided to say yes. Like I even remember there was one time my husband and I were sitting on the couch here and it was like, I don't know, late, like 9.30 PM or something. We were in our pajamas, whatever. And my friend asked me like, if I wanted to go out to this place where you just dance and have fun. And we both looked at each other and I was like, let's go. Like, why not just go and just have fun? And we had the best night and I, I, I like, just think about that and I just know that the memories we make when we're old and we're with our grandkids or whatever we're gonna like just remember the fun times that we just like had the opportunity to go do whatever we wanted and even if it's like little things like that maybe it's not a partying or whatever but it is like going out with your mom if she says you want to come run errands with me it's like oh do I really want to do that but then like I said you never know what will happen tomorrow so I just decided to say yes to everything because now I had the opportunity to and it honestly was so transformational for me and right now I'm in my like yes maybe period (laughs) like i definitely say yes probably more than i say no but only because i want to but i also am aware that now you know i i kind of got it all out of me i said yes all the time for everything and i had the best time i made the best memories instead like almost like epic corporate life like this is me now i'm living my life um but yeah it was the best thing i could have done and i think that everyone should have a yes season at some point and that can be different things whether it's yes in your personal life professional life your fitness life just Whatever it is, I think that everyone should have a, a yes season, and then obviously boundaries are important after. Um, but once you kind of know what you're willing to do. Oh, and I'm glad you brought up boundaries because yeah, it's important to balance those yes and those no's. Actually, one of our questions was going to be, do you find it harder to say yes or no? Just answered. I would say, with me, um, it was for some time it was harder to say no 
for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I've been learning to say no and like be okay and stand firm and let go of anything that allows me to people please or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This is important because you know sometimes sometimes we can be too much on the yes spectrum, yes. no spectrum. And like you said, those healthy boundaries, once those come in, I feel like that's a part of taking control, setting mm-hmm. those boundaries and picking what comes in and out. So I love that. Yeah, again, you can have a yes season in your personal life, but you can have a no season in your professional or vice versa. Ooh. Because like, definitely there was a period where I was saying yes in my professional life more than I was saying yes in my personal life, which mm-hmm. took away from my personal memories and you know things like that because I was just working too hard because I couldn't say no in that aspect. And I am a little bit of a loser too. So, um, and then just swapping that a little and being okay with saying no, especially to a job. Like, I mean, obviously jobs are important, but I also do not think that you should live to work. I think you should work to live. And so if, that, if a job or a relationship or whatever is making you say no to other things that are important to you, then <laughs> that ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> So I agree 100%. And I love that you brought that up too, because I know maybe a lot of our listeners are working um, either nine to five or like a full-time job. So um, even I myself am guilty of that, where it's like, because I want to be helpful or show that I'm efficient, I do say more, I say yes more than I should. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously the boundaries are always important um, because yeah, you don't want to kill yourself at these jobs. Um, so we have some questions or a question in the comments um, saying, great live, do you deal with self-doubt? And then how do you deal with self-doubt? This has actually been something that I've been thinking about lately because obviously a lot of people that take a jump of like putting a stable life in a nine to five to go pursue entrepreneurship or entrepreneurship, it's a scary thing because you're like, what if I don't make it? And um, I've been struggling with it a little bit, not necessarily thinking that I can't make it, but letting those thoughts like creep in and then having to stop myself. Because I, I just think that if you're going for it, you've got to believe that you can do it. So I think that if you are saying, okay, I'm going to do it, those little like self-doubt minds, like little talking things are going to come in, but you have to stand firm and that I made this decision for a reason. And again, it was in my heart for a reason. So somewhere inside of me, it's possible. And so I'm kind of more on that aspect. As soon as I get a little thought in my head, I just like kill it. And I'm like, let's not focus on what can happen. Let's focus on today. I'm not going to focus on if I don't make it next year when I run out of my GoFundMe money or whatever. Like, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about today, tomorrow, and that is, like, what I can control. And so definitely there is always self-doubt in what you're doing, especially because it's a huge risk, um, especially also because I do not want to go back to the 9 to 5 life. So sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, what if I end up there? But then I'm also like, no, I have, there's so many other things to do than to go back to that life that it'll work out. Everything will work out. Nothing matters. <laughs> That's, like, my... I think my, my husband is very type A and he definitely like keeps me a little on the ground a little. I'm like in the clouds, but we're both such a good balance that sometimes he's like, okay, Jess, yeah, I get it. But also like you have to plan for it. But I'm like, no, it's fine. Like worst comes to worst. Like, <laughs> but he like loves that part about me. And I love that he sometimes is like the more analytical side of things. So we kind of help each other out to make like work. I love that balance right there. That's great. You need that sometimes. Like for real. Yeah. I'm like, if I was with someone like me, we would be in like Thailand right now. <laughs> it's done. And I'm glad self-doubt was brought up because honestly, that goes with this episode. I feel like when we feed self-doubt and fear, we're losing control of our life. You know, yes. so I, um so I, so yeah, taking control is silence and that you're like, no, I'm gonna shut this negative jar. Like, you know, the because we all get those voices. I get them all the time. I, I know. But it's yeah. like really about silence and taking control. So yeah. Being out of the nine to five schedule, how do you structure your days? Like now that you have like a little more time freedom from the standard, you know, Yeah. Five. So I, this is also something I was like talking to my family and my husband about that since I was on such a grind for like six years, since I quit, I kind of was like, I just want to relax. I don't want to just be like immediately jumping into like, how can I make this like amazing and work and be successful and all these things. So I definitely like took my time to rest and wouldn't, you know, I would lay in a little bit and stuff like that because I thankfully had the, the go for it fun to also help me. But I definitely let myself have the time to be like, look, Jess, you just grinded six years. Some points have really bad mental health and physical health. Like you were just not yourself. Like have this time to just relax and be happy where you are now and that you made it and then have a couple months and then really grind it out and 
and go for it. And so now I'm in the go for it side of things. Um, the past couple months, I mean, I was working obviously for Jackie and stuff, but I was kind of taking it slow on my stuff and just enjoying where I am, kind of planning more and thinking about what I wanted to do. And now I'm definitely in the, the grinding phase. So um, in the morning, normally I, now I have time to work out more. <laughs> so before I would be like, it would be very exhausting to try and work out early in the morning before I started work because I was just mentally just gone. And you know, when you're in those phases of like depression and things like that, it can really be really hard to push yourself out of them. So I'm very grateful that I can now work out, I can eat healthier. Um, so I definitely prioritize that. And even like, I love my sister because she knows how bad I was before mentally. And she's like, I don't care what time you start, like when you work for me, get your workout in first. Like your mental health and physical is the most important thing. And so it's just like the best, obviously. And um, and yeah, so I, I wake up and then I try and work out, um, eat healthy, make my food. I'm also trying to incorporate reading. I love reading. Um, and then I just start grinding on the computer, working for Jackie, um, talking to my other sister. We sometimes are working on the computer together in the kitchen. And um, and then I film my little TikToks. I've been doing like get ready with me TikToks or trying to do all that stuff. And, yeah, it's just like a lot. It's definitely not like as structured as a nine to five, which I'm glad it isn't. But um, yeah, I'm having the best time. <laughs> and I love it that that it's you still have purpose in your days too. Yes. You know, so it's it's beautiful because you know they do say to run our nine to five too much, we start to forget our purpose and all that, and the flame mm -hmm. and stuff. I love how you're still like I'm going after it. Yep. So it is time for our tweet up segment. So this is when we take, oh, sorry. So, so y'all know I like to be on Twitter. So something <laughs> that I tweeted this week that goes with tonight's episode is the glow up is real when you pour more into yourself. So that goes to taking control of your, of your life as well. Allowing yourself to pour more into yourself. It's easy for us to pour into others, but are we taking control and pouring into ourselves as well? Like you say, getting that rest, uh, allowing yourself that time for that fitness, us being able to say yes and no correctly. All those things are, are us pouring into ourselves more and then you know when we're on full we can give more to others and pour back into others as well yeah so. definitely um i wanted to add to that too where like i know sometimes when we talk about the glow up or something we think a lot about like the physical which is cool don't get me wrong it's nice mm -hmm. to you know glow up physically but i think the real glow up is when it happens like this like in the mental space um even like with your health in general and your finances like i think just when you're becoming better than where you were even a year ago or even like a couple months ago um because when we start to forget to pour into ourselves we're losing control of our lives and that's when in actuality we feel like victim to our circumstances and we feel like oh i don't know what to do anymore or where am i headed and that's where that self-doubt maybe starts to creep back in um because we're not actively pouring into ourselves so i mean we talked about this a lot too of like um constantly just uh reminding yourself that your relationship with yourself sets the tone for your other relationships in your life whether it's in a romantic aspect financial uh, i'm sorry professional or um, family either or so just reminding yourself that you have to come first and then you're able to pour into others as well yes oh, that, that was well said and also too the importance of of having like sorry like-minded people around you you know obviously have people around you who think different as well but you also need those people who are supportive of what you're doing and stuff i feel like that adds to the glow up those people that want to see you glow up you know yeah. people who, who aren't purposely trying to drain you or knock you down and i think too that that's a part of pouring in yourself be, being more mindful who am i giving my energy and my space to i've been learning the value of my space my presence and me just walking in a room where am i going who am i allowing in my personal space all those things add to this glow up and taking that control of uh, sorry of your life so i love that and um, I want to say this too, also taking control of um, how much time you allow a person to waste. You know, we could talk all day, oh, this person wasted my time, this and that happened. But we have to take accountability of for how much we, we, we've allowed as well. So I think too, taking control of your life too, also having those hard conversations with yourself and self-reflecting as well on those things. Just self-awareness too of what's going on in your life and what are your actual goals and are what you are doing every day, who you're surrounding yourself with, what like everything around you is that contributing towards what you actually want. And that could be an actual goal or just happiness and peace. Oof. Love it the way I love what you say. And while we have you on the mic, where's, where's the best place you've traveled so far in your opinion? Oh my gosh, so hard. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I got married in Greece. 
So I think I have to say that. <laughs> I got married in Santorini, so that was probably the best place I traveled, not only because of how beautiful it was, obviously, but because I was surrounded by friends and family that loved me and obviously was marrying my husband on a cliff overlooking the, the ocean, the sea, whatever it was. <laughs> and it was gorgeous and amazing. So Greece, but I've traveled so many beautiful places. Like, um, Prague was one of my favorite places. I don't know if you guys have been to Prague, but it is so diverse. There's like the architecture and the history. And then there's also like a really fun party scene too. And I don't know, I love that aspect. Ooh, go visit everyone. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Um, Kiki and Gigi asked, what do you think the first slash most important step to take control is? I think self-awareness and like what I just said take control you have to be self-aware of what it is that you want and then analyze your surround your surroundings your, your what's in your mind and everything like that in order to be able to take the steps to take control and then I think it's good to have a little like goals and little plans like I know at least once or twice a week I want to read a self-help book because it's going to make me feel better instead of just scrolling on TikTok or um, working out or making time to go hang out with your parents or your friends or whatever it might be. I think that it all starts with self-awareness of where you are and where you are. Mm. And I, I would add on too, yeah, like being being more intentional too. Yes. Love that. So it's time for our life up segment. So that's when we take the episode and we relate it to the real world. So Bessie, what is our life up for tonight? Our life up segment is society giving other people control of our lives. Um, you know, sometimes we get influenced by what we see on, online and we let that shape our decisions. And to a certain extent, you know, it's cool to be inspired, to be motivated to start something. I think that's really where it starts um, you finding out what you actually like to do and what you want to do with your life. But I think it becomes a problem when we feel like, oh, by a certain age, I have to this right and then we may get to that certain age and it's like oh dang i feel like a failure now what and then it just causes this whole snowball effect of going down um and that can be a really big problem especially for like if we're not even sure where we're going right and we think oh well you know people who i grew up with are doing this and then other people are doing that and we think that we should be either or but what if in reality like we're meant to step onto a completely different path that we haven't even been able to explore yet because we're too busy focusing on what person over here and person over there is doing so um we really wanted to talk about this because obviously social media or just influences are everywhere um and we need to be able to take control of our own lives without letting other people do that for us. Yeah, and I love, I love that. I love that we brought this up too. Because yeah, like let's be real. When we're on social media, we're looking for the likes. You know, being concerned of people's opinions of us, and I think too, allowing people to instill, instill their fears into us to where we don't want to go after what we want, or we're scared to announce, "Oh, I want to start this new thing or take that leap." So, I think this is definitely a very important topic to talk about. So, you know, being on so you know, being a social media personality, being involved in the digital world, how do you not let the influences of others on there affect you in a negative way? I think I love to say like put the blinders on, like on both ends. I think when you post and when you do things, kind of like put the blinders on because you want to post something not necessarily for likes or whatever. Like if you're authentic to yourself and what you are actually your purpose is of why you're posting then the right people will come to you. So I like to say put the blinders on when you're posting and just post and post and be consistent and just share. Even if you are just sharing because you feel like you want to share and not necessarily want to build it into a business or whatnot because it's a creative expression or whatever, I think that's important. And then also put the blinders on on the other side too of like regardless of what other people are achieving or doing, they're on a totally different path. And also a lot of the times what you see online obviously is not like the whole thing of their life. Like it's not the actual truth of what they're living. Some people could look amazing on social media and then have a very sad life at home, you know? And so I think it's important to not compare and comparison is the food of joy. And you are your own person. You're on your own path. Everyone has their own timeline. I hate even using the word timeline because I don't think that anyone should have a timeline on where they're supposed to be in their life because you never know. Um, I mean, think about how many like successful people didn't take off until they were in their 50s or something, you know? So if they were kind of comparing themselves to other people that were successful at 30 or whatever, they would have never known they would be a billionaire at 50. So uh, definitely just put the blinders on and just remember comparison is a piece of joy and you're on your own path and your own life that you have control of. 
So she answered, but how do we fix this portion of it? <laughs> Those were the things right there. So stay true to yourself, put the blinders on, not care, don't live in fear. Look, mm -hmm. take control. And, you know, take more time to reflect on what you want. I really yes. love to ask myself, is this what I want? Like, I've never been the type to, like, look at other people and stuff. I've always liked to just do things because I wanted to do. And I think, too, that is a good mindset to have because yeah. I'm going to say this, too. When you base your success and happiness based on what someone else did, you're not going to be happy because truly it's not what you want. Exactly. If you're trying to fit into their box, maybe that is a box that makes them happy. But if you're not honoring your, your needs and what you really want, it, it's always going to be something missing. So I love that you touched up on that. Yeah, because I mean, even in my in my position right now, I could look at some of my other friends that are my age that are married with even kids. Like literally, some of my friends have two kids already, have a house, have a nine to five, a steady steady life, and I could look at them and say that I'm behind. But in a way, I'm like, this is what I my heart wants. You know, they are maybe fulfilling their own heart. But if I was in their position, or vice versa, they were in mine, maybe we wouldn't be fulfilled. So I think it's important to realize that what's your path is your path for a reason. And that does not like success is happiness and contentment. It's not anything like status or physically what you have or what you do. That's definitely big um, because why would we want somebody else to write our own story for us, right? Like, I think that's the biggest thing that we need to realize that everybody else's story is already written on their own, in their own pen, their own words, actions, whatever. So if I'm over here trying to insert myself into that, how is that authentic to me? How is that actually me living my best life or me taking control of my own life? And then if I feel like they were able to do something faster than I was just because of whatever reason, then I'm not actually focusing on how I can improve over here. I'm just over here then putting my energy on the wrong things. Maybe I'll even possibly the wrong person. So I just wanted to add that little bit right there um, too, because I know sometimes, yeah, we may be like, dang, well, I wish I was like this. I wish I was like that. Just, I love what you were saying. Like, remember that it's your story. Nobody else is going to mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Our story at the end of the day. And also, too, go, going back to taking control of your life, redirect your focus on the small things that you can do. You know, so if people, everything we talk about isn't, aren't these big grand gestures. It's those many things that create the big things. So I think the beauty of breaking the, breaking things down really gets the most things done. But y'all know what time it is. It is time for our drink up water segment. So if you're out there listening, please pull out some water and drink some water. And Jen has a water fact for tonight. Um, I will drink after I say this water fact. But the water fact for tonight is drinking an adequate amount of water keeps your hair hydrated and can prevent many scalp and hair issues such as itchiness, dandruff, and dry or brittle hair. In addition, when you drink enough water, your scalp remains hydrated and healthy helping you avoid hair and hair loss conditions. And the source is newimagehairclinic.com. And obviously this is for those who just naturally have more of a healthy scalp, right? I'm not trying to um, add anybody in here who possibly has other conditions for why their hair is not growing. Um, but I love this because, you know, we think of water like what it does for um, our kidneys, you know, and other organs, but I don't always think about what it does for my hair and especially now like i've been on this journey of just let me make my hair as healthy as possible and i may be drinking or taking all the vitamins that i need to and everything but if i'm not drinking enough water then i'm not doing my hair any justice and adding the most benefit that i can so if y'all want luscious hair much like you know the ladies here on this podcast then make sure you're drinking enough water y'all <laughs> out of that actually i always knew about like eating what you ate but i never thought about the water <laughs> Yeah, yeah so look, every, I learned something new every episode with these water facts. Right. <laughs> yes, and that was our water fact with my bestie. And oh, we guess we got some more love in the comments. So when she finished her water, <laughs> one fact, real quick in high school, I had this like, do you guys remember the camelback water bottles? Oh, yes. Those ones with the squishy straw. Oh, yeah. Yes. So I, I drank so much of those one time that I like was going blind. My, I had to go to the doctor and he said like my my sodium was so low that I was my vision was so blurry because I was drinking so much water. Oh so, I mean everything is moderation, but that was very dramatic. I was like every day I would fill those up like ten times. Like crazy. It was funny. I always remember I'm like now every time I drink water I'm like <laughs> the balance out of water. 
and that's oh. the thing too, right? How they say too much or too little of anything is bad. For yeah. yeah, learning about the water that's definitely scary. Um, yeah. So yeah, you know, y'all just if that's you're a not lot of fact too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's interesting. Um, so traveling for live commented, great live. What inspired the start of this podcast? Um, so if you're asking about our podcast in general, we actually started because we wanted to spread more love and positivity out there with people. Um, we actually were going, both of us, um, in different ways. We're going through a really, uh, I would say intense experience at the time. Um, we were like freshly out of college and we just realized we needed something maybe to cope as well. And we were hoping that in the meantime, we could help others cope or maybe that they would find useful the advice that we were giving um, and things like that. Obviously, we don't claim to know everything, but we do like to keep it raw and as authentic as possible on this show. Um, and we talk about pretty much everything on here that is related to self-love and inner peace. And it's brought us to here and meeting wonderful people along the way. Um, so we just hope to continue inspiring more of that love and positivity pretty much anywhere that we can. We're trying to grow global here. I love it. Yes, I love that. We, people often call us their two homegirls. Yes. <laughs> Talk about self-love and inner peace. So, yes, platforms for everyone. Thank you for the question. So, back to our episode. Um, so, Jess, what impact do you want to make in five years manifested? Oh, boy. I think my goal, like I said, since starting this, always making content, is even if, like, one person gets the courage to say no to a relationship, say no to a job, say yes to a relationship or a job, whatever it is to make their life better. I think that's kind of my goal. And I just want people to know that whatever, it, like I almost want, I, I would love eventually if I had like a story of someone saying, because of you, I took the sleep and accomplished X, Y, Z. And that can be something little or big. And I think that's what drives me all the time is that I just want I know there's more people out there that were miserable like me or even worse. Obviously, a lot of people are going through horrible things, um, but specifically talking about like a nine to five or just a life that they aren't necessarily in love with or proud of, that I just want to tell them that it's possible to completely switch it around and to be happy, healthy and making memories and living a life that you were meant to live. And so in five years, hopefully I am, you know, hopefully my goal is to eventually start a podcast. I've had this in the back of my mind forever, but um, my sisters and I were actually going to start one and we were part of like clubs. So. Definitely good at it. Want to throw that in there. So <laughs> got, we got a co-host on here right now. So. I love it. Anytime. So there will be a goal in five years to hopefully, you know, have a podcast similar to this and interview other people and that also are, you know, just living their best life or that took a chance on themselves and made something um, happen out of their life that they weren't really happy with before. Um, and just traveling, making memories, Probably I'll be a mother by then. <laughs> I don't know. So just making an impact and showing people that there's more to life than what you think you're stuck in. Mm. Cool. Love that. She put it out there. Love it. <laughs> yes. And you're already making that impact. Yes. I think like you don't know how many people you are inspiring even yeah. right now. So I can't even imagine in five years. Like I definitely see that growth um, for you. So definitely um sending you good vibes all the way and good luck all the way because yeah we're just trying to do good out here so we deserve yeah. to win too <laughs> yeah, we all deserve it for sure yes. mm -hmm. um but also to like when we're you know i know we've touched up on this a little bit that we shouldn't be comparing our even our yes season to someone else's like you said right now right you're going back into your resting season and also into the grinding season so um for different people it may look different and i think that's okay however long each one lasts it's okay too like i don't think we should ever judge somebody for the things they are or are not doing um up to a certain degree of course where i think um if it's healthy enough for them because we don't know what mental battles they're having or you know what mental battles they just came out of so now it's their time to shine now it's their time to rest mm -hmm. and really acknowledge and take care of themselves so really just being kind and practicing grace not only with um other people but then also with ourselves when we're in a certain season and we're realizing like oh hey you know maybe i do need to take a little bit of a step back and rest a little bit more then normalizing that that's okay as well because this mm -hmm. is just our one life that we have and it shouldn't be lived comparing to other people just because they're at a certain place in their life that maybe we want to be at yeah. mm. 
I love that you brought up the grace with yourself with the resting because like that was something I, um, I've been working on. Um, I used to be one of those people like if I had some free time, like, oh, I could be using this 30 minutes for this and like always thinking of something I could be doing. And I've been learning to just enjoy that if I get an extra moment, like a day where I can just stay home and just lay down and binge watch on the show, that's okay. I don't always have to have all this stuff lined up. So yeah, that goes with that relationship with yourself and that grace. So y'all, it is time for our quote up segment. So y'all know my bestie is a quotey. So she has a quote for tonight that goes with tonight's episode. Tonight's quote is, the secret of success is learning how to use pain and pleasure instead of having pain and pleasure use you. If you do that, you're in control of your life. If you don't, life controls you. And it's by Tony Robbins. So I know there's different opinions on him out there. So don't think of the messenger, just think of the message, right? Uh, but I think it's just beautiful to uh, think of that as well because life is always going to teach you one or the other, right? Some pain, some pleasure, things in between. So it's a matter of what you're doing with all of that. Like, um, Jessica, when you were talking about in the beginning that you knew corporate America wasn't for you, that that's not something that you wanted to do in the long run. So you took control of maybe even possibly the pain that that was causing you and you uh, created it into pleasure. And I think that's such a beautiful way of taking life by the, what do they call the, the horse strings? <laughs> I don't know. It's not coming to kind of weird. Life by the handle, but I don't think that's it. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking of the bootstraps, you know, they say, put your boots. Okay, I know <laughs> how we know if you read too many quotes that they're all mixing up, it all makes sense. Y'all know out there, um, but it's a good thing, right? That we need to learn how to control our life, um, because we may not be able to control what happens to us, but we can control how we react to those things that happen. Mm -hmm. And I like to say also, life is long, life is short, but it's also long. And so even if something is happening to you that is painful, nothing lasts forever. I also say that and some people are like, it's a little dramatic, like what about my relationship? But I, I truly, I mean, obviously that won't last forever, but um, I do think that nothing lasts forever. So you should, you know, take every pain and pleasure with a little grain of salt and know that if you're in a season of pain, it's not gonna be forever. And then also if you're in a season of pleasure, know that you should, uh, what's the word, like take it in. Mm -hmm and enjoy enjoy that part of it and and, and also to go with taking control of your life is the discipline you know this is a part of it too um i'm actually on a running journey so i'm trying to build my miles up so i can run longer distance and i wanted to say on here i'm proud of myself because of the discipline that i put in with myself like i feel like running shows you how far you can you know the limits you can take yourself to and um it takes discipline to be like okay i'm you know because i have days on my own i don't feel like running but then i'm like no i'm gonna do it and it's, it's crazy how when you do discipline yourself, it becomes easier and easier. It doesn't even feel like you're, you're, you're being disciplined, you know, because you discipline yourself so much, it becomes a routine, it becomes your lifestyle, it becomes that habit. So I think the cool thing too, maybe on your journey too, when you were on your on your way to quitting nine to five life, a point at the end probably came to the point where it was such a routine, though some of those habits that you put in place that once at the end, it got easier just to kind of fall into it and, and go after what you want. So I love that. So. What is a quote that you live by? A quote. <laughs> I am a quotey too, Jen. <laughs> I, I feel like I like speaking quotes. <laughs> like honestly, if you ask my friends or family, I'm always like, so. um, my main. I have like a couple, but my main one is like. Well, I don't think it's a quote, really. It's a mantra. One life. That one life. The other one is nothing changes if nothing changes. I think that's like. The biggest thing is okay even if you are not happy in, in something to make the change you have to change so that's a huge one that i do and then oh my god i'm probably gonna forget one that i like love and i'm not even thinking about um what was the one i was just thinking about oh my god i don't know but those two are pretty good ones so they they can cover everything i, I love those oh nothing matters that's not really a quote though i guess kind of there's a quote yeah nothing, nothing matters too I like that. I'm gonna start saying that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a fun question for you. We like to ask our guests something fun. Yes. Oh, love it. <laughs> what is a secret talent that a lot of people might not know you have? Um, that people do not know. Probably that I can play the piano. I can. I don't know a lot of things, but I can play Silent Night. 
on the piano from like back in the day. But that's probably something that not really. Oh, that was a good answer. Yeah. So, what about you guys? I want to know your yours. Okay. Well, go ahead, James. Since you on the on the. I'm like, ooh, uh, dang. I mean, I guess on that. <laughs> I I could play the clarinet. I haven't played in years, but I used to be in band, and then I was in jazz band. Um, so yeah, I can read music, um, bass, and trouble. So cool. Um, a secret talent I have. Uh, well, got it. Well, this is one of them. I'm just like no, but um, I could. Um, I like to freestyle rap every now and then, like privately, which not under him, but I'll tell somebody that, and I and I and dance too. When I'm, yeah, but I have to be Love for it. real. So that's a good thing for flipping it back. Actually, it's funny because <laughs> like, I'm yeah. really so I'm like, now, 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 I know, now I know that we can start a band. You can dance yeah. and sing. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the background. Oh, Y'all heard it here first. We're starting one. All right. <laughs> okay, that's it. That was the one. Oh, that, that was good. Um, so it is time for our wrap up segment. So honestly, how does this relate to self-love? Self-love is loving yourself, getting to know yourself enough to take control of your life. You know, in a day, like Jess says, we only have one life. Let's make the most of it. Let's actually control what we can control. We're not saying it's in a stressful way, like, oh my goodness. It's just more of like, being more mindful, more intentional, bringing, welcoming that inner peace in your life. You know, if things get too chaotic, you actually can block the blessings, block, block, sorry, block the peace. So do what you gotta do to keep the chaos out to bring that in. And oh, we just missed our um, sorry, missed the comment. I'll let you go ahead and that one. I was gonna say, you're already starting the rapping over there. I, I said, <laughs> <laughs> to like bust the rhymes right here. <laughs> um, so FC315 says, I admire your confidence. Thank you for being you. The world needs more people mm -hmm. like you. I completely agree. Like, you just radiate so much positivity, so much love. Like, as soon as you even stepped on here, I was like, this is amazing. Like, you are what you portray. You know, when I've seen your videos, I'm like, this, we have to have her on here. And then, like, speaking to you, you are the same exact person. So I agree with her 100%. Oh, thank you. You guys, too. I love this vibe that we have going on. People need more people like you guys, like everyone. Thank you. You spread it all, all of us. I love it. So how do you practice self-love? Um, I think I practice self-love in this season right now is just getting back to the root of who I am. And I think for me specifically, that is a lot of my like health and working out. I Fitness is like what I say, like my first love because um, I played competitive soccer growing up. I've been working out. Literally, my dad was making me work out when I was like eight years old, like crazy, but I'm so grateful for it because fitness is literally what I love and I lost it for a long time. And so right now, the way I'm showing myself self-love is through, you know, making sure that I'm keeping good my body, the one body that I get, because like I said, you never know what can happen tomorrow. And I definitely was on that vibe a little bit with my, like I said, my mental and physical health. Um, during my some periods of my corporate America journey where I was not prioritizing either. And so right now I'm showing self-love through my resting mental health side of things and then also working out again and finding out why I love doing that. I'm also playing like soccer on the weekends with guys. So it's like fun and they're competitive and they're they're way faster. But I just am like showing my little old soccer self, my teenage self, those um, those loves that I used to have. Mm. Cool. That's Beautiful. Amazing. Yeah, sometimes as much as we grow and find new things, right, it's about the basics, the things yeah. that we were knowing that um, do the most impact. So this is a question that we like to ask all of our guests. Um, what do you want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered that I was kind and that you could count on me for anything. Um, I, I love my friends. I love my family and I do anything for them. I'm very loyal in that aspect and i want to be remembered in that way that i was always nice to you regardless of who you were or what happened um even it's like so funny and so dumb but i've literally only honked my horn one time in my life like i literally just don't get mad at people like that like in public i'm so just like oh they probably are having a bad day or something um and so i just want to remember for being nice and for living my life if i like i said if i died randomly um i just want people to be like damn like 
she really changed her life and was happy. And um, yeah, I just want people to look back and be like, she was happy and she was nice. She loved life. I can feel this. <laughs> I we feel it through the phone. I know. So I'm like, that's the only thing that matters. I think it's just, there's so many good and bad things in this world, but at the end of the day, it's just like, what, what, what makes you happy and what makes you feel alive and do more of that. Mm. Well said. And what is our wrap up for tonight, Bestie? So there are many things in life that we may not have control over, but there are also many things where we do. Wherever we are putting our energy is where our power goes. And mm. we want to leave everybody off with that because, yeah, as much as certain things may feel out of control, as much as, unfortunately, there's a lot of horrible things going on in the world right now, um, there are certain things in our own lives that we can't take care of and that we can't take control of. So if that means taking a break or getting off of social media as often or maybe quitting that nine to five job, um, whatever lifestyle you're trying to live that makes you happy and is healthy for you in the world, then I think that's where we should be putting our energy. Because like you've been saying, right, it's one life and nothing matters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so make the most of it and make it count. But before we go, Jess, can you please shout your information out where people find you, everything? Yeah, everywhere, I'm pretty sure everywhere is at It's Jess Hart. So I-T-S-J-E-S-S-H-A-R-T. Um, Instagram, Twitter. I have a YouTube, which you watched one of the videos, but I'm taking a little break from YouTube and really focusing on TikTok and Instagram. Um, trying to go the short form route for a little bit. Um, so yeah, It's Jess Hart on everything. Yes, make sure you guys tap in with her content. That's just a great, by the way. Thank you too for share, for coming into our space and just adding value to it. This was this was very nice. We're honored to have you. And I, we know you have added value to our listeners as well. Thank you. No, I just want to say thank you to you guys for having this space. I think it's so cool that you guys started this together and you're just trying to spread positivity because, you know, there's someone that's going to listen to this and maybe their whole life changes or one of your other episodes. One little person, it could mean that they just have a better day. And I think that's so important. So honestly, everything you guys do is super crucial and i'm just grateful that i found you guys and that we are in this space together and i'm so excited to keep watching what you guys do and vice versa so i had so much fun okay. yes definitely no this was a vibe i love it absolutely it felt like we were all sitting in the same room even if yes no doesn't it <laughs> got some laughs in too. Band practice next time at our band practice <laughs> There you go. <laughs> I, I, I'm ready. I, 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 I write my raps out. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'll practice silent night a little more. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. We have to do this again sometimes. They said thank you for all that you do. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. And the, and the good questions and stuff. But you guys, um, before we go, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. You can follow follow us on Instagram at SpeakerJV, on Twitter at SpeakerJV. We also have pre-recorded episodes on Spotify, Apple. We're on everything. SpeakerJV is global. Um, and also, um, we do our live shows every Thursday, live at 830. So tell your friends about SpeakerJV. But before we go, quick shout out to our amazing sponsors. Shout out to My Bar, located at 720 East Manchester in Inglewood, California. Get your nails, your lashes, your hair done. Even Tooth Gym, she just slayed my nails last night, as you can see. I had to show them again. But y'all tap in the Instagram. It's at nyy.bar. And shout out to Be Actual Natural. Why settle for less? All their products are created with you in mind for a goal to let your self-love show through your self-care. Their chemical-free hair and skincare products are handmade, plant-based, and free of fillers or preservatives. Treat yourself while you're taking care of yourself. Start your journey at www.beactualnatural.com or check them out on Instagram at Be Actual Natural. Yes, most definitely. But thank you again, Jess. Make sure y'all tap in with, with her content. And yes, we'll be back next Thursday, live at 8.30. Love y'all. One more thing that I forgot oh, to put live, that the hoodie. Woo! Speak up. There we <laughs> go. Speak up. Remember that. <laughs> thank you guys for speaking up and for making this platform. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on and, and adding value. We appreciate it. Yes, y'all. Remember, y'all. Speak up is a lifestyle, y'all. Remember. <laughs> right. Love you guys. See y'all next week. Bye. Bye.